right, we are back with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Barbie Berg. We have our producer, Nick Galetti. Hello. And we have our comic relief and eye candy for the radio, uh-huh. Steve Solberg. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay. I'm so, not wiping my mouth. No, you're fine. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you guys a funny non-dating related story from today because I think you'll find it funny. And okay. LDS people will hopefully understand. So I was on Good Things Utah today talking about my new wedding dress collection. It was very exciting. And we're waiting in the green room and there's all these people that come in and out for the next segments. So we walk in and there's this lady in a wheelchair and then this guy that's with her. And there's another guy that was with him that he went into the hallway. And then there's this really tall guy. And I'm looking at the really tall guy. And then he leaves the room to go do a segment. And I'm like, he was in the singles ward, the movie. Okay. I love that movie. He's the one that had like the planner, the day planner, and was obsessed oh, man, with that, the nerdy while. one. Oh, I love that movie so much. I watch it at least once a year because I'm a nerd. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I'm talking to those other people and I'm like, was that the guy from the singles ward? And they're like, oh yeah, I guess he was in that. And they're like, he's in a ton of other stuff. And I think his name's Darren. I don't know. Oh, Darren Tuss. Oh. Yeah, I know See, who that is. And everybody else knows who it is. They're like, he's been in a bunch of movies and he now a lot he of gas commercials for a while. Yes. Right? And so I think he still does that. And I think that's what he was there talking about. But anyways, so I was like joking. I'm like, I'm kind of starstruck because I love the movie The Singles Ward. Haha. So I'm talking to the lady in the wheelchair, and she's the sweetest, like prettiest lady. And I'm like, Well, what are you guys here for? And she's like, Oh, we do a thing um where we go and we speak, and it's called laughing all the way. And I'm like, oh, I've heard of that. But why have I heard of that? And I'm like, well, what's your name? And I think it was Meg Johnson. Yeah, that's him. That's him. And I I think her name was Meg Johnson. And I was like, your name sounds familiar, but I cannot place you. And I thought the guy standing next to her was her husband. I just assumed. And so I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. And so they're telling me a little bit about like where they've played and how they have these upcoming shows. And so I was like, oh, is it just the two of you that speak? And they're like, no, we actually have um, Hank Smith. He speaks with us too. And that's the guy that went in the hallway as he's coming and he's coming back in a minute. And I'm like, Hank Smith. I love Hank Smith. I am. I love Hank Smith. He's fabulous. <laughs> I know. I'm like a Mormon groupie right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Hank Smith. And they're like, oh yeah, he's out there. He'll come back in in a minute. So I'm looking at the other guy and who I assume is her husband. And I'm like, he kind of looks familiar. And I'm like, well, what's your name? Why do I know you? And he goes, oh, I'm John, by the way. You didn't know John, by the way? Nope. Wow. Didn't know his face. Sure didn't. But to my credit, and I told him this because I thought I was going to curl up under the table in embarrassment. And I go, I just automatically, I go, you're John, by the way. And his social media person that was there, they just start laughing. And she's like, if I could have gotten that on tape, oh my gosh, I love that (laughs) so much. And I was like, I said, well, to my credit, I don't know that I've really ever seen your face before. I just listen to things that he does, like he's a little CDs. Like, I guess I yeah. have always heard the CDs and stuff, but I don't really know what his face looks like. And he, of course, was funny. He's like, oh, I have a bad face. I don't blah, blah, blah. I have a bad yeah, face. Yeah, he was just like, we try not to get me on camera. He was so sweet and so just darling. And I'm like, so then, of course, Hank Smith comes in and I'm just sitting here like, Oh my gosh, it's like all of my people that I just, oh my gosh. And so I'm being loud and I have all these people with me. And so, of course, I'm like, can I get a picture? And they're like, yes. And then my friends are like, 
we don't want to be weird, but can we all get pictures? So we all like got in line and they were the nicest people. But I wish he had gotten it on camera of me not having any clue that that was John, by the way. <laughs> Just like, oh, hi, sir. What are you doing here? So there you go. There you are. That was my day. I, I would maybe <laughs> fall into that same category of only having heard him yeah. and never. I vaguely knew what he looked like, but honestly, I don't think I've seen a picture of him in at least 10 years. So. That's fair. But I know what Hank Smith looks like just because his face is always on his Instagram stuff. And so, but the funny thing is a couple years ago, I didn't realize this until my friend went, she went on a tour of like Jerusalem and stuff and it was an LDS tour and Hank Smith was her tour guide. And John, by the way, was one of the tour guides. Yeah. And so, and she was, she came back and she said, that was the most amazing experience. She's like, he is the nicest person. His wife is the nicest person. And they made it so fun. So I was asking them, like, do you guys still do that? And they do. They do it twice a year. They go out in December and April. And so I was telling Hank Smith, I said, oh, one of my friends went and she loved you. And he's like, well, what's her name? And I'm like, oh, her name's Holly Hall. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I love Holly Hall. So he knows exactly who she was. It was just like, oh, you're a celebrity to me, but you know my friends. And, oh, that was just fun. Wow. Anyways, that was my day. It was really fun. What an ego day. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny because one was like, you kept him humble. It was good. You kept John, by the way, humble. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he has a big problem with humility. But anyways, so that was my morning. And then I got to talk about wedding dresses on TV. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I loved it. So that was, it was my a good day. segment. They had a fun time. Yeah, they had a great time. I had. So one of my models is actually a producer for Good Things Utah, which is why I got to go on because she was like, do you want to come and do a wedding segment? I'm like, yes. Will you put on a dress? Good hiring. So, did she she modeled then as she well? She did. Uh -huh. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it, it made it nice because then everybody that works with her was like, and they're savvy. So oh, if you guys awesome. want to see, I'll go to my Facebook page. Anyways. Yeah. So let's talk about dating. So I want to talk about cuffing season, which Steve and Nick have never heard of. Never. Right? Sounds the weirdest. <laughs> I guess it, maybe it's not. I mean, I Googled and it came right up. So cuffing season. Let's pull it up. And that's the spell it so that it doesn't C U F F I N G, like handcuff is basically, I think is what it's referring is that to. What it's, is it really? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Because it says cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short term partnership to pass the colder months of the year. Okay. But in a little bit of an adjustment, LDS people, that's where they're looking like it's a little bit more of a hardcore search for eternal companions. Like they're looking for marriage. Not that we're not always on the prowl. Who are we kidding? So is it like, I mean, is there like a biological component to this? <laughs> sort of like how animals have their babies in the spring? Yeah, and... I think it kind of is because it usually begins in October and it goes through Valentine's Day. So it's always in the colder months. Hmm. And so I think it's when people are like, I'm home, we're not going out, we're not doing these things, I wish I had someone here to cuddle with me by the fire and those things. And I do kind of think it's just a natural thing. Like, guys do it too. They're, it's not just a girl thing. I was under the impression from our previous episodes that that was dating wintertime where it was the opposite was happening. So that's what I wanted to kind of talk about was how it's a little bit different in LDS circles because because we are kind of, for lack of a better saying, on the prowl for a spouse. Okay. Where in non-LDS, it's people are kind of looking like it's almost like the equivalent of a summer fling. Like you all know, like, oh, this is my winter fling, not my summer fling. But okay. where we're like, 
oh, it's cold, and I would like to date someone, and then get married. That is what we want to happen. All right. So there's actually, I should find you some of the Instagram reels and stuff from a couple years ago where it was at BYU, and they're like, it's officially cuffing season. And this girl, like, <laughs> she's sitting in, in class, and this cute guy comes and sits next to her, and she's wearing, like, a hoodie and stuff, and he's like, oh, what's your name? You're really cute. And she's like, oh, my name's blah, blah, blah. And he turns to get something out of his bag. And while he does, she stands up and pulls off her her um, hoodie and she's got a wedding dress on underneath. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, That's it's funny. cuffing season. Anyways. So. <laughs> I can't believe I've never heard of this. I, I know. Don't. Yeah. It's it, uh, Does everybody Google else it, know? Well, I mean, Merriam-Webster knows because yeah. it's there in the dictionary. Yeah. But. I've never heard of this before, but I understand why. I've been out of the game for a while. Yeah, but it is like, and also as women, I'm not going to lie, we very much love the idea of that kind of hallmark romance of let's go drive around and look at Christmas lights together and let's go get hot chocolate. That's why they make those movies. Oh my gosh. That's because they're like feeding for that beast. For cuffing season. Absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah they Feed don't, the beast, man. That's crazy. Yes. That is really good marketing yeah and it's because it's just kind of a natural thing because with christmas you want people with you you want a family but you want a family of your own i mean halloween was last night and oh my gosh we had all these adorable little trick-or-treaters coming to the door and like these three-year-olds and i'm like telling my roommate i'm like my uterus cannot take this these are adorable (laughs) children i cannot believe how cute they are and it did like i'm not even somebody who wants babies and i was just like (laughs) <laughs> they're so cute. So I'm calling my sister, reminiscing about when her kids were little. And wow. Yeah. It was, man, that biological clock thing with <laughs> Halloween and little kids, that was it was knocking hard. Wow. <laughs> and I'm trying to find something that says that it has to do with the handcuffs as the the origin of it. But um the thing that I saw said it says there's a time to get cuffed and uncuffed. So, I mean, as far as I know, that's why they say cuffing, because what else would it mean? Okay. I mean. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Here's something that says cuffing season schedule. Scouting, August 1st through 31st. Drafting, September 1st through 30th. Tryouts, October 1st through 31st. Preseason, November 1st through 30th. Cuffing season, December 1st through January 15th. Playoffs, January 16th to February 13th, and championship wow. game, February 14th. Oh, my gosh. It says the schedule is subject to change based upon feelings. That's funny. Championship game. Yep. That's great. I, I have to say, though, that sounds like something that women are probably much more in tune with than it. Oh, than absolutely. Absolutely. If, if our little pool here is any indic- indication, mm-hmm. we had no idea <laughs> this even existed. Yeah. But then you also have the flip side of people, especially men, who are very wary about dating anyone after Halloween or even Thanksgiving because it can accelerate the relationship too quickly of like, now we're going to be together for Christmas. Does that mean she meets my family? Do I have to buy her a gift? Do we have to do these things? And kind of like some people I know that are just kind of perpetually single and want to be bachelors. They won't date anyone exclusively till after Valentine's Day. Because they don't. Like they have a rule. They're like, yeah, I'm not like they're just kind of like, it's like a guideline. I think it's more of a firm guideline in their minds. But because 
that can just kind of put pressure on, which that's valid, I think. Yeah, I could see the pressure thing. Yeah. Um, so what you're at saying- the same time, it's like, man, timing has been such a mm-hmm. cruel thing. Yeah. <laughs> but is it? I don't know. Maybe timing. We. I've heard people say that where they're like, you go, oh, timing. But then it's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Is there any such thing as good timing, bad timing? You know, I think it's all a matter of also being kind of like prepared in a way, kind of like being prepared for other things in your life. Like if you know that you have projects or something due this week, you want to make sure that you have things lined up the night before my outfit ready, da, 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 da. So things go smoother. I don't know, working with Kristen, the dating coach, that's one of the things we talked about because she's like, you know, planning, prioritizing mental health, those things. And then she's like, and then a little bit of luck, that's where you're going to find your spouse. And I was thinking about it because I I always laugh about my patriarchal blessing because I read my friends and my families and stuff, and they will have like paragraphs long paragraphs about the person they're going to marry and these children coming into the world and oh you need to make sure that you marry someone valiant and like somebody has one that's like make sure you marry a return missionary this is going to be very important for you and the children you bring into the world mine is two sentences and it's the most vague but the first line is as you properly prepare and I always remember that and I was talking to Kristen about it and I was like, that's kind of a good story of my life because I'm not good at preparing for things and it bites me in the butt for just about everything. So I'm really trying to work on that and be better. But I'm like, okay, I need to properly prepare to be ready for whenever that is. I might be 60. I might be 70. Who knows? Or it could be next week. But if I'm not prepared and kind of not ready to go, but emotionally, you know, financially, any of those things yeah, to kind of be ready. I don't know. Thoughts, feelings. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the properly prepare line for anybody. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that especially need to be told, hey, yeah. prepare. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I think I definitely fall into that category. Because, um, yeah, timing is one of those things that I've definitely thought about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you go... <clears throat> I don't know. Was it that or was it that I wasn't prepared? Exactly. And that emotionally you were in this different state. Mm-hmm. That being said, I try to not like blame my be too hard on myself. Exactly. Um, I think there's times when you can be a little bit more, hey, get it together to yourself. But there's also times where it's like, be easy on yourself as well. Don't be like, you know, this Puritan, I must sweep myself. <laughs> It's like, come on. That's how all Puritans sound, isn't it? They, yes. <laughs> slightly higher pitch. It's a little higher pitch and uh, and and a lot of whipping. <laughs> well, and to your point, I know people that literally will just beat themselves up mentally and be like, oh, if I had gone to this activity, I would have met this person. Or, oh, if I had, I was talking to someone that they were like, if I had reached out to this person by text, Maybe they would have liked me more. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. I think there's so much more to it. It's not just, oh, they didn't send me a text at this certain time. (laughs) Sorry, finding things in the pockets of the couch. (laughs) Your couch has pockets. It does. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had the need to. I put my hands in my pockets sometimes when I'm speaking, which is, I think, inappropriate. But (laughs) Steve 
is just randomly finding things in the pockets of the couch. Yeah, and then he little, gets all little excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. my tablet to control my Alexa devices. Oh. oh gotcha. So I'm telling you, this studio that we're in is very fancy. It is <laughs> very you. nice. So I wanted to mention something as you were talking about this. I yeah. realized that perhaps because I got engaged in December, maybe mm-hmm. I was in the heart of cuffing season when we got engaged. When did you get engaged in December? Like, was uh, it Christmas? It was maybe the second week, first or second week of December. So the two biggest dates for people to get engaged are obviously Valentine's Day and Christmas. It was not on Christmas uh-huh. Day. Uh-huh. It was before Christmas. Was I know that much. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So because like. Because it makes a cheap gift. Exactly. I don't <laughs> I have to get, get you get anything I only have to get the one else. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this was expensive, right? I don't have to get you a sweater or yeah. anything else like that. Well, but here's here's the timing of it. Okay. At least in LDS culture, you've got a lot of people, a lot of young men mm-hmm. that leave on their missions in summertime. Yep. Which means they come back and start school in the fall and meet whoever they're going to meet. And they're right there. They're right in the middle mm-hmm. of cuffing season. As soon as they come home yep. and are primed for the next phase of my life yep. is to get married. So I think they're actually at least, I don't know if it's intentional or just the way that things work with school schedules, mm-hmm. that that time of life kind of caters itself to cuffing season, which is still hmm. a very weird <laughs> title to me. It's just. It's I don't, pretty I, uncomfortable. It's a little uncomfortable. I I just needed a good like That's... buzzword for people to click on. <laughs> but it's a thing. I, I, yeah. I'm clearly seeing it's it is a, a thing. thing. I mean, Psychology Today had an article on it. So mm-hmm. it's just like a thing. Yeah. I know that I have uh, fear of cuffing season a little bit. <laughs> Maybe that's why Steve's over there sweating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am kind of He's sweaty. an anti-cuffite. Yeah. <laughs> Fear of cuffed. Fear of the cuffing. I don't know. You well, definitely, there you are people who definitely. being cuffed or just cuffing in general? <laughs> A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling trapped at all. One of the scariest moments of my life was when I was a kid and I stuck my finger in a bottle and it got stuck. <laughs> and I just remember being like, I'm going to be bottle kid. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of my life. Bottle kid. I walked home with this stupid bottle on my finger. <laughs> and I was like, good. went to my parent, my mom. I was like, I got to She's like, well, let's soap it up. And it Whoop. came right out. But she wasn't like, well, that's your identity from but now on. But then I was kid. like, I will never be cuffed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's exactly, yeah, not at we, all. We but. may have stumbled upon an issue you might need to be uh, working on, friend. No wonder. Maybe you should lay I'm down the... on that couch and talk about it. Yeah. How does this make you Put feel? Put one hand in the pocket, one hand behind the head. <laughs> no wonder when girls want to get serious and they bring out like a bottle of Coca-Cola or something, you just freak out. Quit no! PTSDing. No. Never. But you're serious, though. You 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 fear Oh, I know cuffed. I have uh, some type of avoidant behavior <laughs> and uh so i, I think i, I don't know. hate the term because it does not speak to a healthy marriage or a healthy relationship well and to be fair like the vast majority of people that are talking about cuffing season are not talking about long-term relationships slash marriage they're talking about hookups most of it's comedic yeah <laughs> it, it is kind of a fun word it is but it's it's interesting though that you there's like it's such a phenomenon that mm-hmm. there's a name to it 
and people are planning for it. And it's, so does that mean that you officially, like when you have a DTR kind of thing that you say, we're cuffing? No, that is not a thing. <laughs> okay. Just and so we're clear. And at 8.27, we cuff. That's the relationship status on Facebook. It's not in a relationship. It's we're cuffing. We're cuffing. <laughs> Consider me cuffed. People are going to think it's a weird new LDS term, like. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. Maybe it is because we're the ones that are actually <laughs> cuffing them for eternity at that point. I think it's really just more of, I mean, it sounds silly, but like naturally when it's colder out, we spend a lot more time indoors. And when you do that, it's nice to just have somebody with you to cook dinner and watch movies and have those romantic times of life. Like it doesn't have to be rose petals everywhere and a bearskin rug in front of a fireplace. Like, so I'm I'm curious why the you're going into it with this thought of I'm going to use you for three months mm-hmm. and then you're gone. Why even get into a relationship with someone if you wouldn't want it to stick around? And again, that's the non-LDS side of it more because we just don't really do that. I mean, more people that are kind of younger age, yeah, maybe but even do, why but... three months? I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why why even have a season? Yeah, if you just want companionship well and i don't don't set the expectation i also don't know that it specifically lasts three months because i know you hear stories of people all the time of well i really wanted to break up with this person but christmas is in a week and i don't want them to have a horrible christmas memory because we broke up but if you just got together yeah it's not that big of a breakup is it it depends on the person uh it's expectations yeah i've had somebody Mm -hmm. that you've been with for like two weeks and then you and break up and then you're like, geez, I had planned way too much in my head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe it's more devastating because you're like, wow, they couldn't even last two weeks with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and usually you don't get an explanation, you know, when oh. it's that two weeks. There's no like, this is why. It's just like, I'm done. And you're so like, so mm-hmm. the next Hallmark movie is Christmas ghosting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He ghosted me on he Christmas Eve. Me. But I'm going to fall in love with the guy that works at the candy cane conglomerate company <laughs> taking over. Oh, so if there's any guys out there with big noses and are bald and like Hallmark movies. Tall, thin, Barbie big will nose. Cuff, cuff your brains out. My this goodness. <laughs> and if you're blue collar, ugh. Done. <laughs> Done. Blue collar is a thing now. I didn't think blue collar was a thing. It has always been a thing for me. Ah. <laughs> You could be be a hard worker and not be blue collar. That is true. But there is something about, especially work strong instead of gym strong. That is something I love. Hmm. Like, I sent you a video on TikTok the other day, but I don't think you saw it. There was this, they were in like the streets of somewhere in Europe. And they had one of those bars that like flexes and you put one hand on each side and you're supposed to pull it down so it makes like an upside down U, but it's really hard. Oh. And they had all these really strong like gym guys that, and they could barely get it to move an inch. And sure. they got this guy off the street that you could tell that man has worked with his hands. Like he's just blue collar all the way, big belly, but strong arms. <laughs> he literally took it and in two seconds went mer and he looked like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And it was like, <laughs> yeah, work strong. That's hot. Wow. They're different muscles. I don't know why, but Completely. they definitely are. Completely. Well, yeah, I am a blue collar 
that's a weakness for me. Okay. So are you are you thumbs up on cuffing season, Barbie? You know, if you I can see the appeal in it for let's go for the LDS version. I'm not okay. into the whole like, I just want to date you for three months. Like that's not something. But yes, I will admit the Hallmark girl inside of me, <laughs> there is something that I'm like could I really have somebody to go look at the lights with and have it be romantic? Is there really somebody that I could have a Christmas with? Like 42 Christmases of being single. Like I love my family and I love what happens. But the idea of having someone that's yours to share that with, it is very overwhelming like want and need. Mm -hmm. And then New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. The idea. Like I've never kissed anybody that I've been dating on New Year's Eve. Never. Okay. And so, like, just those things that it's those big holidays and just those traditions, like the idea of having our own traditions and things. So, uh, that's a big thing for me, too. Okay. Like, you know, I've been third wheeling it with my family for a <laughs> long time. And I, it would be amazing to have my own family, too. It's interesting because, yeah, on the one side, we've got Barbie saying that she wants all these things, and then mm -hmm. Steve saying he's afraid of all these things. <laughs> and, and, I'm wondering if, you know, which is the chicken and which is the egg, you know, is, is the women wanting mm -hmm. this cuffing scenario, what is scaring the guys from having that? But I think, don't you think it's kind of a natural thing? Women naturally look for monogamy. They look for commitment and men, it's not a natural thing for them, in my opinion, that's especially tough, outside of word. the LDS culture. I don't know, Steve, I think Th you're That you're is tough because, yeah biologically you could say there's an argument for men having multiple progeny mm -hmm. because of the just investment that a child women make 80 percent if not 95 percent of the investment and it you know mm -hmm. maybe 99 <laughs> actually <laughs> in terms of just making a child you know and mm -hmm. and then uh and so there's like that that biological argument but then there's been other studies that have talked about how much more beneficial and like monogamous men, their lives are vastly different from the uh, poly whatever uh, men. So like mm -hmm. not only do they live longer, live healthier, um, other like they have more sex, they have mm -hmm. just more satisfying levels of happy hormones in their life. Yeah. Um, it's just a more happy life. So, so there is like, it goes both ways where you go, I could see that, but I could also see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and, and then even just from a society standpoint, uh, societies that tend to have monogamous marriages, there's an argument that that's like the downfall of Rome. Was it that they were monogamous? No, that they oh. ceased. That they were oh, okay. monogamy. Yeah. Okay. And uh I mean I don't know. I don't know that much about the anthropology of it, but I've I've read little things here and there and go mm -hmm. and you go, huh. But I haven't read it enough <laughs> to be like, I'm an authority. It's just like <laughs> I'm know. a guy talking on a podcast and I think I read this somewhere. <laughs> but the other thing that I think is interesting is something that I've learned is when men are ready for that and that commitment and they're ready and they turn it on in their brain. They will find it very quickly, in fact, in my opinion. So because what you'll see is you'll see a lot of people that 
are living together or dating or engaged for years upon years on end, and then it doesn't happen, and then they break up, and the guy marries the next girl he dates within like six months, and they're always like, what just happened? There's a couple people I follow on TikTok, because, you know, TikTok's my jam, but he was like, if he doesn't know he wants to marry you within six months, subconsciously, he's waiting for something better to come along, Mm. and... So it's like if you're together for nine years and he still hasn't done it and then he breaks up with you and meets someone, it's because you weren't the person. Like, I'm sorry. That's not saying you're a bad person. Just just because you guys don't fit and you're not supposed to be long-term doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just sure. means that's not the right match. But so, but you'll see that where it's like a guy, you'll see, um, you know, they're kind of a quote-unquote player. And they date a lot. No, I don't want commitment. But as soon as they turn that on in their mind, they're like, that's actually what I want. It is very quick for them that, but they have to have that mindset. So is, is if you're out, if it's past Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. there's no chance of cuffing. Oh, anymore. I think there is. There is. There's, oh, is yeah. there a cutoff where it's just no. not worth trying no. to cuff? Well, especially because with LDS, <laughs> we get engaged pretty quickly. So like you could meet someone right in the middle of December and be engaged by Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. I think the the uh the cuffing mm-hmm. definitely is something that you could use as an advantage. If you're like, look, I'm dating and I want to be or I'm single and I don't want to be and take advantage of those moments where you're like, I want to have somebody to go look at Christmas lights mm-hmm. with or or to be able to stay in on a cold night and cuddle and mm-hmm. watch a movie or whatever. And the truth is, is as fearful as a guy like me is, I want all those things. Yeah. I still want to go and watch Christmas lights and, and go and have like those moments. Mm-hmm. It feels pretty amazing when you're walking along and then a girl goes, whoop, and she tucks her arm in yours and you kind of go, oh, right. Yes. Nice. That's something. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Even if you're like... a a skittish guy like myself, (laughs) you still end up going, yeah, I like that. We get nervous. Sometimes, like, you're nervous to do it because if you do it and then they, like, they're like a deer in headlights and they get spooked and then they just stare at you and then they just bounce away and you're, it's just, you know. But just the idea, I mean, I just bring up cuffing season. I wish you guys could see Steve and Nick's face every time they say cuffing, they make this, like, little face (laughs) and it's like their eye (laughs) kind of (laughs) twitches. It was literally just a word that I thought would get people to click. We should we should make t-shirts that say I'm a cuffer. I'm a cuffer. Cuffed, uh, not cuffed. Interested in cuffing? <laughs> no, Cuff here. People are going to start thinking it's a weird thing. Anyways, it's not a verb, right? Or is I it? I mean, we've been using it as one. We sure have. Let's see how many times we can say cuffing in this episode. Maybe we should start beeping it. <laughs> as if it's a bad word so people don't know what we're saying so it's f***ing season <laughs> with it ending with an ing that could go very bad uh-huh. yeah the f***ing yep. you don't but- want a f***ing <laughs> so the other thought that I had though is like cuffing season there are Like, if you're somebody who wants to date, especially if you're a guy, and you're like, you know what? I'm ready to get out there. I personally think this is the best time of year for you to get out there because there are a thousand inexpensive first dates you can do. Like, have them come over. You guys are going to bake cookies and decorate them. Ugh, we will swoon. 
That's ridiculous. Like, so cute. Let's go get... Stop rolling your eyes, I'm Mr. No, I've I'm been not, married I'm not happily. rolling my eyes. I'm thinking I'm so stupid for not, like, packaging a cuffing date night <laughs> where you do all of the cuffing things in one night or one week and you package it all together. You could do a safe version. You don't have to go to someone's house, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. just meeting, you don't want to go to their house on the first we, date. We should come out with, like, a dating book. That's one of those like advent calendars and we could do like cuffing season and you just open it up and be like, you have to rip open the thing. It's like, cuffing well, what's calendars. The, yeah, what's the date going to be tonight? Oh, tonight we go and drive and look at the Christmas lights. Tonight we go and do this. You go in a horse-drawn carriage. Oh, like yeah, the she, dreams I have. Yeah, she, Barbie's face is lighting up and talking hey, about cuffing. I've been obsessed with weddings and brides like my whole life. It's just who I am. It doesn't mean I need to get married right now. But I used to have dreams of getting married in the Salt Lake Temple, coming out after pictures, getting in a horse-drawn carriage, taking me around Temple Square, and then getting back out at the Joseph Smith Memorial Building because that's where I'd have my reception. Wow. <laughs> they used to do that, but they, they don't do to, it but anymore. But they don't do it anymore. Well, the temple's under construction. They'll but probably... they got rid of the horse-drawn carriages years ago. Yeah, they did. So, they were like, those poor horses. Yeah. And was and it an animal cruelty thing? That's what people said, but I thought that they interviewed a bunch of the people and they're like, I take amazing care of my animal. Like, yeah. he loved, like, this is what we do. Yeah, so, I, I talked to one of the guys once because yeah. he was like, they stay over here. Yeah. And he was like, these are workhorses. Uh-huh. They actually love this. This they do. is their thing. Um, he's like, I, to be honest, I'm worried if I stop doing it, what will become of them? Yeah. Because sort of when you have a, a purpose and then suddenly that's gone. He's mm-hmm. like, they might have a... Because I think in New York, there was a problem with like animal cruelty with like one person. So they passed a bunch of stuff and it just kind of spread like, Ugh. no one should be doing this. And I'm like, but if they're treating them well and like horses have a purpose, they're... They're there to pull me around in a carriage. And have a romantic <laughs> moment. Cuffing here. Cuffing. They were cuffing season right now. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. We have to stop saying that word. I don't we're know. just going to censor it. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> only uh, only every once in a while, though, so they think maybe we're changing it. So it's not <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, so... It was just a thought for me because some people are either irrationally afraid of this time of year or I think most of the women, there is a, even the women that are like, I don't think about that. There's a little spot in their heart of, oh, I'd like to go on a Hallmark date. That would be delightful. See, to me, if I was a guy dating, that would be the prime time. To Seriously. Just, it, the dates are made for you. They're made for you. You, you do have not the, have to spend money. You have the roadmap. Yep. You know exactly what they're expecting. It's the, one of the few times you may be able to meet their expectations. Yep. Just do it. Yep. Just cuff. Just, just cuff. <laughs> be a stupid for already. But, you know, I've been thinking about, like, ways that guys can project that, like, they're ready for the to, next to step. Cuff? Even oh, right. <laughs> Stop saying it. I regret this date, word so you date much. someone with kids, she's a mother c***er. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Now I'm blushing. Now I'm the one that's going to make the face every time they Uh. say it. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what I was saying before. What was I saying? Oh, but, like, this is the time of year that, like, guys could really show, like, and not that they have to put on a show, but, you know, like, Halloween. The guys that are like, I got candy already. We're outside in our costumes, blah, 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 like. 
girls do subconsciously look at that like he actually wants to be a part of this stuff. Yeah, you know? it's funny because like Heidi sent me something and was like, can we do matching PJs this Christmas? I'm yes. like, is that a, sure, I don't care. Oh, it's absolutely like for me, thing. it's like, great, whatever. Is that, does that make you happy? Yep. Fantastic. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And And so she's just like, please, let's do it. I'm like, this is easy. Yeah. You, you've told me how to make you happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the big things is when there is that communication in a relationship. We've Have we talked about that on the podcast before where there's the un, there's the desire to be like, he should know that yeah. I want matching PJs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how would you predict that? <laughs> yeah. And then, but just telling you mm-hmm. is like, and I know that there's some like weird part of it where it's like, oh, some of the magic is gone because he didn't know that I wanted candy cane mm-hmm. pajamas, but <laughs> with it's reindeers. like, <laughs> you know, there is a level of we want you to know things, but I also think that you have to give them fair, like they need to know because their brains just don't work like ours. It's okay. There was a lady that went really big on TikTok last year, and a lot of people had a problem with it, but she put together a little like three ring binder for her husband. With everything about her. This is the size clothes I wear. This is the size bra I have. This is my favorite color. This is my favorite meal. These are the flowers that I like to get. These are all of these things because here's our anniversary date. Here's any anniversaries that I think are important for us to know. This is my birthday. These are gifts that I like. These are gifts that I don't like. And it was just a basic thing that she just had there for him that he could reference at any time. And I'm like, I thought that was brilliant. What was their problem? Why did people not like it? People were like, he should know those things about you. And I'm like, your husband should know your bra size all the time. That's dumb. Well, I I just wouldn't read into it if they don't. The problem there, too, for me is what magic did you lose in telling him? Correct. Like, there's you're making up a thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's truly the problem is right there. Where you're like, he should know it. Why? What? And what's the problem in telling him so that he can know it? Yeah. If he should know it, then why not have a binder? Yeah. I mean, like, did did you you take classes mm-hmm. and you learn and but you still a lot of times I kept the textbook to yeah. I'm not even a biology guy anymore, but I still <laughs> have a cellular biology textbook that I kind of like, even though the internet could tell me everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, it's just kind of cool. It's just your yeah. reference point. It's I just I thought it was absolutely brilliant that she's like, here are the things I love, here are the things I don't really like. Do I want flowers? Yes, I love that. Just do it at random times. Here's my favorite flower. Here's the and I was like, I just think it's so smart because then they're not asking you. You're like, oh, check the binder for whatever you need. It's all in there. Yeah, tell people. I thought tell people brilliant. how to love you. Don't yeah. make it hard. Yes. Yes. I think the challenge though is that once you know. You still have to not make it an expectation. Yes. Because then you're having this kind of, some psychologists use the term a covert contract, mm-hmm. where you still have an expectation of, I've already told you this, now you need to live up to it. Now it's like, you need to. Well, don't tell me that. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, I, and I'm not saying that's exactly how it's going to be mm-hmm. for everybody, but I could see some women going, I told him and he didn't do it. Yeah. And he must not love me. And it's mm-hmm. like, maybe... He has a different love language. Mm -hmm. But there are also guys that will not do the blatant things that she... You're not on TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep talking about TikTok. I don't care. (laughs) There was a photographer who was like, 
I cannot tell you at this time of year, this is when everybody gets family pictures taken. And she said, the amount of men that come to this session kicking and screaming and act like the biggest babies and complain the entire time. They pout. They won't make a good face. And the amount, thousands of photographers were like, it's every freaking time that it's like, how hard is this? Your wife wants pictures. She's never gets to be in front of the camera with the kids. You wear a matching outfit for a day. You smile because this is something you're going to be thankful for in 20 years. But they're like, it is unreal. The They just dig their heels in and they just pout the whole time. And so I'm like, you're exactly right. Like the tell me how to love you. And there are a lot of women that are like, this is something I need for you to do. And they won't do it. The, huh. the photography pouting really digs at me because I start, yeah. you know, that I've started taking yeah. pictures and stuff like that. And there's been a few times where I've taken family mm -hmm. photos and and you just go, why? I mean, some I get it when teenagers are having a hard sure. time and I just try to joke with them a little bit. But it's like, dude, just just smile. Just do this. Yeah. Like, it's really not that hard. And photo media is just so big in our culture mm -hmm. and it helps us remember people. Yeah. And so if yeah. you want to be remembered as a sourpuss, please. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great time. Do that. But if you want to be remembered for your face, mm -hmm. which is usually happy. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> I will say this. I, I went to Disney World recently. Mm -hmm. You know this. Because... I had a gig in Orlando, and there was T-shirts. <laughs> yes, and it made my, I, 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 my friend with me goes, she's dying. She's just laughing crazy hard, and I'm yeah. like, what's going on? What? It's so funny, and she goes, the shirt. That's all she could say, and I look, and it says, "Happy birthday, Madison," and there's a picture of Madison in the middle of the T-shirt, and her face is the most like unexpression just <laughs> it's hard to do this on radio but there was just like her eyes looked dead and this was the happy birthday madison face is just this dead <laughs> unenthusiastic face and then you look and you see madison and that was her expression really at disney world yeah it Even was at disney world it was, she was just so funny wow yeah I, and I lost it and i was like i wanted to get a picture but it would be too hard to be mm -hmm. like I just uh, want to take a picture of your family. <laughs> Make sure I can see your shirts. Don't smile, Madison. Don't smile. <laughs> You're ruining. Yeah. It's oh, man. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe if that's your face, that's your face. That's just your face. But like growing up, we got family pictures taken every year. And my mom made sure to get pictures of just the kids. And so in my mom's room, she literally has like 15 eight by 10 photos of us growing up and everybody loves it. We love it because we're used to it. And we're like, look how dumb our hair was. Look at this. But you look back and you're like this huge story. So it's something that's really important to me and my sister. So my sister does every year. My sister is so good at color coordinating outfits, like match, like not matchy matchy. They don't look like the Brady Bunch or anything, but just the colors look fantastic and everybody wears it. And sometimes the kids complain, well, let me tell you, her husband knows that it's important. And it's like, you will wear this shirt that your mother is wanting. You will all get a haircut and we will go. And years later, we all look back at it and her kids look at it like, this is awesome. Oh, my gosh, look how much we've changed. And it's like little things like that make people happy. So just do it. Shut up and smile. So yeah. you, know, you know when you're cuffed if you, you get presented with matching outfits. Heck, yes. 
Absolutely. That is a very cuff. That's very cuffy. Oh, yes. How to have lasting cuffing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I regret this so much. You guys have I got, no I've idea. I've got a challenge for you okay. both. Mm-hmm. Next time we record, be cuffed and bring your cuffed partner. <laughs> wow. To the recording. Are you willing to accept the challenge How to be cuffed? We're recording in like a week. So? Oh my gosh, no. I'm not supposed to date yet anyways. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't even do an online profile yet because she's taking a with you're my doing dating a thing. coach. She's ask if it's okay for you to be cuffed. No, she will she'll be like, What is wrong with you? See, that's an interesting <laughs> that's where I do think that uh-huh. the timing aspect does play a role where it's like you're doing your pre- preparation. Yeah. And and that does seem to be more critical sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> you want me to get cuffed in a week? Well, why not? What what are you putting it off for? We're already in November. So. <laughs> <laughs> as get soon cuffed as, already. <laughs> as soon as she tells me I can do an online profile, I will. Like I went and got new pictures taken. I am ready. So great photos. Why Thank are you, you? Why is she asking to have control of that? I'm curious. My dating coach. Coach, not. She's Master. basically my ther- therapist. Master. Okay. But honestly, I've known her for years and I've seen the results that she gets and these people that okay. are so happy. And it does make sense. She's like, we are working on certain things so that you're ready, that I'll be properly prepared. Okay. As I go into it. You'll be. You I don't think it's going to be. You'll a, be out of cuffing season. So I, We have till Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's the finals. Yeah. So you'll, it is. you'll be cuffable before Valentine's Day. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, you want That's to be, the plan. Yeah, and yeah, you could you could go into a situation and not ready to be cuffed. Yep. And uh, are you ready to be cuffed, Steve? Mm. Oh my gosh, his face. I don't know. It's better than it was, uh, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why don't I, I go through puberty? It sounds wonderful. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I. Mm. <laughs> more than I have been in the past. Okay. Yeah. Truly more. Yeah, because actually I, I did start meeting with uh-huh. uh, Barbie's dating coach as well, Kristen. And, and like, I think I alluded to it in earlier episodes when it yeah. was like, oh, now I know why I behave the way I do sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if just knowing the nomenclature, for some reason, it helps me uh, when I see that behavior show up, go, oh, you're doing that thing mm-hmm. take more control of your life rather than letting your uh, fight or flight be in charge yeah yeah she's helping me to go to stop from going through the cycles that I go through every time upload dating website get overwhelmed not meet really great guys put too much effort into guys that aren't worth my time delete all dating sites be depressed for six months then start the process over again let me ask you this huh. is it appropriate cuffing decorum Mm -hmm. to go back to a previous person you were dating and use cuffing season as a second try. (laughs) I mean, I know there's plenty of people out there that do that. Not even for cuffing season, but they're just like... Well, whatever. You're not starting at school. My favorite... I I have a story of that where a buddy of mine in college was dating this girl who was, I mean... You college, you maybe hyper fixate on some things, and I remember being like, "Geez, Will, she is gorgeous." Oops, I uh, his name's not Will. <laughs> uh, 
Actually, it's a happy story. So, so it, it was Will and Marie, and and then uh, and then for whatever reason, Will was like, "I don't think we're ready to keep dating," hmm. and broke her heart big time. Uh, I want to say a year and a half, maybe two years went by, and then Will went, "Now I'm ready," mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, you missed your chance, buddy." You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not even soft at all. Just like, no. And then uh, I think another six months went by, and then she then came back and was like, actually, maybe. And now they have, you know, a bunch of kids, and they're awesome. all freaking adorable and live a great life. And it, So cuffing season can be you reconnection can, You season. can have reconnections. Sure. I think it works. Um, yeah. I would think it would be almost easier because you're not starting from square one. Mm-hmm. Right. You actually can kind of advance into cuffing a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe you know each other's, like you're like, this is how I would do it this time around. Yeah. Yeah. Because who gets everything right on the first try? Nobody. Mm-mm. And so why not? just? As long as it was a healthy relationship, like I have, there was one guy that I dated off and on for almost a year. And we would break up, and then a few weeks later, we'd get back together. And it was so toxic and so bad. But every time I was like, no, it's going to be a little different. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to be different. We're all we're going to be different. This is going to be great. Oh, blech. He wasn't blue collar, was he? No. See? No. Orange collar. No. Let me tell you, yesterday, my one of my really good friends was like, I want you to meet one of the contractors on my job. And I'm like, tell me why. And she's just <laughs> like, um, he got divorced, but I don't know, like... If he's ready to date, and so of course I met him, and he is definitely not ready to date. But like, that is, <laughs> he was very much my type. I was like, oh my, my ears have not perked up like this in a Cuff long him. time. Uh-huh. No, he is. <laughs> we'll talk after a year of him being divorced. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that should be that point should be made that it's like sometimes it's great to rekindle. Sometimes, sometimes not. things so died for yeah, good for reasons. A reason. But be open to it. Be open to it if it was healthy, and if yeah. it is healthy, that's yeah. my only thought. If I, if any of the guys that I used to date came back into my life, there's not a chance in freaking crap. Absolutely not. There's not a single guy. No. Wow. I mean, that shows progress for you. That's actually a really that's good, pretty thing huge. For me to okay, say. I'm not commenting. I'm just that's very definitive. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually have tried to make it work. There's been a couple guys that I dated, and I hate to say like. They were kind of just too nice. There just wasn't anything there. It was really that they were too passive. They were more weak than anything. People pleasers. We've we've <sighs> talked about that a uh-huh. lot. And that might even be a different podcast. We'll do that as a separate podcast. But the the niceness thing. But I think it's Yeah. It's weird because it's the unforgivable sin for guys. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily being nice as much as it is being Hold that thought. Because we'll probably talk about it next. Said. Yeah. Yeah. But and and like a year a went by mm. and I started getting kind of melancholy. Like, oh, they really were good guys. They really did like me. And so I'd kind of reach out and we'd hang out again. And it was just the same things over again. I was like, I can't. I just can't. It just wasn't there. Anyways, so we're going to stop saying cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> and Barbie's going to rethink what she asks as topics. Sure am. <laughs> sure am. I don't know. This is great. I love it. <laughs> I <f-ing> love it. <laughs> On that note, we're done. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon.